0: You're listening to The Governor's Podcast, which is hosted by school governors, for school governors, and for all involved in or impacted by education governance. On The Governor's Podcast, we have open, honest, and transparent discussions about governance in the UK education sector, sharing and providing insights into the realities of entering the boardroom, sitting around the governing board table, and leaning in. Okay, let's get into today's topic.
1: Well, it's a new year. Yes. And it's a new term. Yes. And someone's got a new job. Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, do <you laughs> I'm going to one? be that someone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you tell us about your new your new job because it it's in the sector, but it's it really, is. really interesting as well.
0: Yeah, it's super exciting and super aligned um, to governance and education, uh, because I am the new digital marketing executive at Governors for Schools. It's like, I, I want to say the perfect job, even though I don't like using the word perfect, because it mm-hmm. kind of puts things on a pedestal. But it, it's knowing that it's like so well packaged, like it just pulls from everything that I've built over the past however many years, five, six years, um, in terms of my skill set, But then there's also so much growth opportunity as
1: well. Before you get into that, do you want to just summarise who governors for schools are for those who don't know?
0: That is a good thing to do, actually, because I've just come in with assumed knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) So Governors for Schools is a education charity that supports um, volunteers, people who are interested in becoming school governors or academy trustees. um, And they basically take care or we basically take care of the matching uh, aspects so between individuals and schools mm-hmm. or academies or those in multi-academy trusts. Um, if you're thinking of trust board level because we do have um, a trustee recruitment service as part of our wider service offer um, and mm-hmm. so when we are supporting schools it's based on vacancies obviously but also mm-hmm. skill sets what individuals are looking for from the volunteer perspective And we have teams all up and down the UK. So we have a South team, we have a North team. We have a team that is designated around London because obviously it's quite a a large area to cover. So that Mm -hmm. has its its own special team as well. Um, And then I guess my role is part of the marketing and communications team, which works with all the different teams Internally. So Mm -hmm. whilst you if you were a partnerships manager, for example, you will be focused in um, assigned regions, whereas Mm -hmm. myself, I'm working across all the teams, different individuals in the wider governors for schools organization. So it's really Mm -hmm. exciting because I get to mingle with different people on different days on different projects. Um, I'm very much Responsible for social media or increasingly responsible for social media because I started Uh the the role in December. So I've been in there. Oh, wow. In about a week or two, it will be two months, which is kind of crazy that that time has just whizzed by. Um, But like there are two communication and engagement managers who would have obviously been doing the social media outputs before myself. Um, But that's one of my key responsibilities. Um, And it's just, it's just really, exciting space to be in I guess Mm -hmm. it's um I guess it's because like I've been a governor for so long or it feels like so long but it still excites me and so Mm -hmm. to be able to have another hat that I can wear in the education governance space I have another legitimate reason to talk about governance and (laughs) that's kind of weird to say but it's like I have something else to kind of um add contribute Mm -hmm. to the space so as well as being a governor um and the various roles that I have around that I'm also supporting others in a different way and then when I think of what we do together on the governor's podcast and then what Mm -hmm. we do with our other brands in terms of like the National Black Governors Network or even um, the National Association for school and college clerks, um, Mm -hmm. and then education governance solutions. And then what I do from a transforming students perspective in terms of supporting younger governors or younger people to Mm -hmm. become governors and and making governance more visible, more attractive, more accessible. It's like, I just wanna stay in governance and education in any way I can. So (laughs) if if an opportunity comes up, I'm like, yeah, I'll take that. So (laughs) it it was really nice to have this come along um mm-hmm. at the in the last quarter of 2022 which has kind of just kind of reinvigorated my love and passion for supporting others and serving others but in a different way um mm-hmm. and so I love that I'm thoroughly enjoying it things are definitely ramping up now um and oh, so yeah. I um, I've gone from feeling new to feeling quite integrative in what you would seem, what would f- seem to be a short space of time but mm-hmm. there's so much that's happened it feels like I've been there longer than I actually have so so yeah it's um definitely a chapter that I am buzzing about let's say that that's the word I've been good using the most I'm definitely buzzing um the team is great the organizational culture is amazing very much from if you, if you experience uh, governance for Schools from the outside looking in, I can tell you mm-hmm. as an employee now, being on the inside, it, it's like that at the core in terms of people are very friendly, supportive, a lot of open communication, encouraging, just pulling together as a team and coming from someone who, I've worked in isolation for a long time, for mm-hmm. over 10 years, straight out of uh, A-levels, Uh, being a private tutor you work in isolation when you're working Mm -hmm. one-on-one and so because that's predominantly what I've done for over a decade being able to be a part of a team it is it was natural for me to having a little bit of anxiety at first because you just don't know what it's going to be like in terms of working with others on a daily weekly basis and Mm -hmm. it's just been a warm welcome let's say And so um, I I enjoy it. Every day I open my laptop and I'm like, okay, what bomb's going to (laughs) hit? I say that, I only say that because I will plan out my day. And then being in marketing, it's like, there's so much reactivity that's involved, but Mm. it fits with the kind of person I am. I like to stay uh, on my toes. I like to stay yeah. on my toes. I, I get bored easily. So I like the fact that there's no room for boredom here at all. It stays interesting. You don't, you don't have time for boredom. <laughs> Everything is um, I, that, moving forward.
1: That's how I see governance, to be, yes. to be fair. I don't see it as as, as boring at all. No. And mm. um, people who don't know will look at you a bit strange. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, it's like when people say, you know, what do you do? I sort of take a breath Mm -hmm. and and in my head I'm thinking how am I going to package that response Mm -hmm. to summarize governance in a way that you're going to understand and that you get Rather mm-hmm. than the usual, oh right, when they don't really understand what you're <laughs> yes, talking about.
0: <laughs> that is so true. And I actually had someone ask me just uh, just in my um, going about social socializing in daily life. Uh, someone asked me, someone new who had never met me before, "What do you do?" But because I had this, uh, I had already started this new role. I said, "Digital marketing." It's the first time that I've ever been able to answer that question straight mm-hmm. away because mm-hmm. I could just pick a hat whereas before it's like oh I'm a private tutor but I also do web uh, website designing and I also am a public speaker and I also do this and I do that and stuff because when you're an entrepreneur or when you're self-employed, you speak to the skill sets that you offer, not necessarily mm-hmm. a title that you have in a wider organization. So that's actually something that I liked. Uh, or in in that moment just being able Mm -hmm. to say one thing so even though I do a bunch of other things it's like okay Mm -hmm. when I'm in those conversations and when that dialogue play comes up what do you do I'm gonna pick the hat that is just one answer and straight away because then I feel like it then encompasses everything else that I do because the moment I say Mm -hmm. digital marketing if someone then wants to know more then I can delve Mm -hmm. deeper into my skill sets and and things like that so I definitely enjoy the breathing aspect of my new role where I can Mm -hmm. just inhale exhale and be like this is my answer rather than, hmm, who am I talking to? What day is it? What time is it? Okay, where, what, what <laughs> prospects does this lead to? Or where will this mm-hmm. conversation kind of be leveraged or how can it be leveraged or whatever? It's like, no, I'm picking this hat and this is the hat I'm wearing.
1: I think, I think it's, a, it's a really good topic for us to mm-hmm. talk about today mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because um, sometimes I think as, as governors – which again we both we both are if anybody's hearing this for the first time we can sometimes forget what goes on in the engine room yes um of governance Mm -hmm. outside of you know those meetings like you know we could sit around the table and see a new governor appear yeah but half the time we don't even think about how that governor was recruited where they came from we don't think about all those things and and Mm -hmm. like I work in in the space as well operationally, as head of governance and company secretary for Ormiston Academies Trust on an interim basis, mm-hmm. and you know it's one of the. I think it's the third largest trust in the country, and with mm-hmm. over forty academies. Wow, my inbox <laughs> on emails is like constant oh my days (laughs) it's like it's like you know never ending it's it's never ending and it's just a bombardment Mm -hmm. of you know things and so when we when we have a policy that hits the the governing board Mm -hmm. the work that has Mm -hmm. gone on behind the scenes of that you can't even begin to imagine yeah so you know like for you in your position Yep. For a new governor to be recruited mm-hmm. through Governors for Schools, mm-hmm. they, you don't know what what marketing efforts you've done that has attracted them. Yeah, that has sort of drip fed into. And so there's a process. N- nothing Absolutely. just arrives.
0: Nothing just Absolutely. arrives. And I'm learning that. I think I think what this role has also um shown me, even in a short space of time, but something that I know that will continue to evolve is I will see my role as a governor differently if that makes Mm -hmm. sense or or through Mm -hmm. a different lens now that Mm -hmm. I'm working in an organization that very much is a part of that matrix of um feeding governors into schools and also ensuring the retention as well um Mm -hmm. and just knowing that governors become governors through different routes just like mm-hmm. everyone travels different journeys into a different field of work, a different space, a different city that they live in, a different country that they choose to move into.
1: Not mm-hmm. everyone
0: arrives in the same way. I think, I think I've heard in your training sessions that you've talked about Um, when you're coaching someone about as long as you're moving forward, I will support you, whether you're crawling, whether you're walking, whether you're jogging, whether you're running, whether you're driving, whether you're flying, as long as you're moving forward, I can help you. But if you stand still, I cannot help you. So what I'm learning Mm -hmm. here is like some governors contact schools directly. Others Mm -hmm. contact a school and there is a vacancy but it's not a vacancy that matches up with the person the the profile or the criteria of that person or it could be that they're in one locality they're in one region Mm -hmm. then they move Mm -hmm. and so then You then are networking with different people in a different area. You know what governance is and everything. So you've got the background, but then it may be done slightly differently in this space. Um, And then Mm -hmm. some governors come through an organization like Governors for Schools where you have that support. And others still don't know that organizations like Governors for Schools exist. So they're out there Mm -hmm. either not knowing that they have skills that schools can benefit from, not knowing Mm -hmm. that there's a way of them giving back volunteering um, in this way, because obviously, Mm -hmm. even though it's the biggest pool of volunteers, it's also something that is not often spoken Spoken about. about. You hear about volunteering, but there's almost like a, I don't want to say a stereotype, but almost like an expectation of what volunteering looks like. And I don't Mm -hmm. think governance necessarily sits in that picture. And so I think Mm. those in governance are like, we are volunteers too. We do volunteering too. And then the volunteering side is like, but I don't see you over here. So I don't know where you fit." Like, is governance a corporate thing or is it a volunteering thing? So, you know, there's still a lot of unknowns out there. There's Mm. still, and there's still a lot of people who do not know. And so- Mm -hmm. When I think of my role in the marketing team and what we do as a sub team of a wider organization, it is constant. It is work that people don't even realize there are people behind who are thinking of Mm -hmm. every different outcome and optimizing every opportunity and everything, there's so much work that goes into every little thing that is Mm -hmm. seen. And especially in marketing, when you think that, users of apps for example just scroll but mm-hmm. yet there are people who have fed that space so that you can have something to scroll, to
1: scroll. Yeah.
0: so i'm now even though i have i come from a digital marketing background based on all the other things that i've been involved with that would have you know contributed to to me getting this role now mm-hmm. as part of a team you know, the planning that goes into things and the organization and the communication channels and everything, sometimes to just Mm -hmm. get one tweet out. And then (laughs) internally we are celebrating when it's engaged with, when we get in retweets, when we get in likes, but then there's also times when we have no idea how many people just scroll past, but then it's it's knowing that you have to keep going. You have to Mm -hmm. go again because you know, you, you've you got targets to hit or, you know, you've got a vision that you have and you're working towards it every single day. And so and I think, there is so much involved in governance because here I am in a marketing team and yet I'm still operating in a governance
1: space. space, yeah. And something that I didn't appreciate that governors for schools actually do. And, and I can't even remember why I went on the website recently. Um, I think it was because we... We recently appointed uh, uh, at Ormiston. We um the trust appoints the local governing board chairs.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: Um and um the the chair a, a, a new chair that was stepping in, um young chair, mm-hmm. um never chaired before. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to find a um a session a webinar mm-hmm. for them. You know, to help support their their journey and the Mm -hmm. platform that we use didn't have Mm -hmm. like a a webinar or an on demand video. Mm -hmm. Others are locked behind membership sites. Yeah. And for some reason, I went to Governors for Schools and oh my days! I had no idea that there were so many webinars. Yeah, webinars training different different subjects, all free. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, and so it goes. It goes back to um, I suppose your job then, mm-hmm. um, and what you were saying about engagement and things. Because yes. not everybody. As long as I've been in the governance space, you didn't know this. I didn't know that. Yeah. So sometimes it's only when people are searching for things. Yes. That they then find out what you've got to offer. So that's why it's about being continuous, consistent. Exactly
0: which is what my point was about. Even if that one tweet or that one post didn't get the engagement that you would have liked, you still Mm -hmm. have to get up and go the next day or at the next available time slot, you have to keep pushing because you don't know at what point someone is going to Mm -hmm. engage with your piece. And so like, um, that's why engagement is such a huge part of digital marketing in a wider context. So not just in a governance space, not just in just the role that I do, but what I know as a content creator in terms of um, the, my own skill sets that I've built up for the, for the things that I do and, and my personal branding, it's like you have to be able to get into the mind of a user so that you can mm-hmm. then better strategize when you're then putting content out. So you have to understand content consumers first before you can mm-hmm. be a content creator, because it's only then as a content creator, are you thinking of the consumer?
1: That is why when we are sitting around that governing board table, yes. our consumers are our children. Yes, the students. And the so, so this yes, is the students, mm-hmm. right. And mm-hmm. the content is the curriculum. Yes. 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 And it's finding New and innovative ways yes. that the content yep. can be delivered to the consumers mm-hmm. in a way that they are going to engage with it mm-hmm. and understand it mm-hmm. and be able to 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 move through the 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 key stages. Of and, their, here's, of their education. and here's another
0: one. Not everyone will probably be comfortable with this, and not everyone will catch it straight away. The school is the platform. The school is the app because you choose whether you tap on Twitter or whether you engage on Instagram or whether you engage on YouTube or whether you engage on LinkedIn or whatever. And so mm-hmm. parents are choosing the school, the platform that they want their child to be child. in, the environment yes. that they want to be in. How up to date is your space? How current is I, it? How relevant is it?
1: Right. Have you done the
0: software upgrades? <laughs>
1: That is so. That is so true. And when I was I was uh, I was either delivering a, a session or had an inquiry meeting this this week, and I was talking about you know the importance of young governors mm-hmm. because they understand the digital space yeah. in a way that we we just don't, and we being the collective um, babies of the nineteen hundreds, <laughs> you know whatever. Whatever age, you know, I'm, I'm a 60s baby. And so, you know, the, the, that's that's the reality. And so um, for, for governors listening to this, mm-hmm. if you don't have social media mm-hmm. clearly mm-hmm. on your school development plan, your academy development plan, your... Your strategy, skills audits. Right, just whatever Put it it is, there. Absolutely. You your skills, skills
0: audit, audit at, at a strategic level your skills yes. audits.
1: when we talked when
0: we talked about auditing the skills audit think of the skill sets that are relevant that are needed today mm. in the 21st century. we have been in the 21st century for 22 whole years we're in the 23rd year of the 21st century the 21st century isn't new anymore we are, in the, we are the decades of, you know, you know, when they talk about the 1920s, the 20s, the 30s, the 40s and everything. Mm. These are the 20s. My granddad wasn't alive in 19 in the 1920s. He's alive in the 2020s, though. So the yeah. 20s, these are, this is the only 20s decade that he's going to know. And he's 81. So anyone younger than him the 20s the 30s the 40s are being set up now so when so people say the 21st century don't think oh it's a new phrase no it's actually outdated because Mm -hmm. we have been here for over two decades so in terms of your skills audit as well as the skill sets that are clearly still needed the pillars You know, in terms Mm -hmm. of finance, architecture, when you think of capital builds and and how that supports the wider schools, if they're making structural changes to their uh, Mm -hmm. physical space, having someone with an architectural background helps because they can ask certain questions that the school just may not have thought of. Remember, Mm -hmm. those in your school, your staff and your teaching staff, their expertise at the top of their list is education, teaching and learning. So all the other skills that are not teaching and learning, bring them to the table, to your governing body. And social media, the digital space, is a skill set. Technology is a skill set that is Mm. fundamental in the 21st century. So that should be on your list of skills that will benefit the school on your skills or audit so that you um, can see if some- anyone around the body has those skills or they do not because mm-hmm. they could mm-hmm. but they just Absol- don't see that it's important.
1: Abs- absolutely and I was watching something recently on, on Instagram about AI. Um yes. and I'm not gonna I'm not going to go into the topic now no, 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 but I've no, actually no. I've actually used AI just mm-hmm. as a as a test, you know, where you can put in a series of commands and it can write for you Mm -hmm. it is absolutely Mm mind-blowing and as Gary Vee said it doesn't matter whether schools embrace it or not it's there going to happen it because it's because it's it's already already in existence yes already here Mm -hmm. so you know as much as there are plus uh, minuses there are so many pluses to um uh, to social media but what I want to sort of I suppose um summarise with Mm -hmm. is maybe a way of increasing um volunteers in the space is increasing the promotion of roles Mm -hmm. within the governance Mm -hmm. space because Mm -hmm. as you said it's like it's like when I hear young people especially young boys say they want to they want to play football you know, they want to be a footballer. Mm-hmm. We know that that you know it's it's one percent of the one percent of yeah. the one yeah. percent who actually make it. Mm-hmm. Not because the other ninety nine point nine 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 aren't good enough, mm-hmm. but because there's only a it's like a funnel. There's yeah. a lot going in the top and only mm-hmm. a few coming out at the bottom. Mm-hmm. So, the, um, you know the 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 reality um, is if we can. Um, you know on careers days and things like that yeah talk about governance if you're talking about somebody wanting to get into law yeah how's about getting into governance because governance and law uh, are like sisters Mm
0: -hmm.
1: or or Mm -hmm. siblings siblings right they're 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 connected Mm -hmm. um so just like going back to the football thing if you you know if you can't be a footballer then there's There's been a physiotherapist. There's There's so many other things you could do. There's so many other things you can write, and the same around governance. So you know, if and I do absolutely um, believe it's important that anybody working in the governance space Mm -hmm. should also be a governor in a school setting as well, Mm -hmm. or in an academy, so that they can not only see. The work that they're doing, but the impact—it's the insight you have.
0: Impact, yes, and also insight. And the insight, absolutely. Because what what I found amazing about um, coming to Governors for Schools is how there's so much knowledge that you get as a governor that Mm -hmm. um, that you don't realize until you become one, and so. I must have said something without even thinking like really the weight of what I said and someone else in the team was like, Oh, it's so, it's so good to have someone who is a governor in a secondary school because a lot of the governors that are here are governors in primary schools. Mm, so school, that's yeah. what I'm saying by a different perspective. So, so yeah. what I'm saying is like, um, Cause you don't
1: know what you know. You until know it comes exactly,
0: out. <laughs> that's my point. That's my point. And yeah. so me wearing this new hat, I didn't know that me being a governor in a secondary school
1: would actually mm-hmm. feed
0: my role and also support the other members of my team in mm-hmm. knowing the mechanics of governance at a different level in education. And likewise, I've only had one year in primary school education governance. So from my team members, my colleagues, my co-workers, I'm learning more mm-hmm. about um whether it's like how to market to those who are interested in becoming governors in primary school or the things that primary school needs to think about that secondary school don't need to think about in the same way. And so, Mm -hmm. so it's, I think my point is overall, whatever roles you have, talk about them. Whatever roles you have, talk about them. Because before I became the digital marketing executive for governors for schools, when someone asks me what I did at some point, I will mention that I'm a school governor because it's something I do. It's a part of Mm -hmm. who I am. It's, it's how I show up in a different space. So now I have this new hat, which has kind of become the episode, the topic for this episode. Um, (laughs) But I think the overall point is talk about the roles you have, because now when I Mm -hmm. meet people, meet People moving forward with this new chapter that started, and they ask me what I do, and I can say digital marketing. I can say governors for schools specifically because that's the organisation I work for, um but also I can talk about being a governor. I can also talk about being a private tutor. So then it becomes more normal to have it mm. in dialogue, in everyday mm. dialogue. Let governors so, and people, know exactly. and people know what it is exactly. People
1: know what it is, and I'm the. On, um, in addition to that, I think as governors, we should also talk more about what we do mm-hmm. outside of our governing role. Because mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm, sitting here as you're talking, trying to think of a situation, trying to think of my existing um, governing body and trust board that I'm on, how... How much do I know about my individual colleagues around the yes, table? What exactly. roles they play? What 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 jobs they do? What experience they're bringing mm-hmm. to the to the table? Mm-hmm. Um, and especially if you're new coming in,
0: yes,
1: you don't always know no. who's around who's around the table. And even when they do the round robin, it's not it's, their, it's just their name, yeah. And maybe and, they, and maybe the role that they play Who, on the governing board. There we go, but yeah. not. You know, and, who and, they and are. there are so many network networking opportunities yes. around that table. Yes, but we don't know who who's around that table. And
0: so, I think my piece of advice would be as an as a newly um, employed person, because as I said, my history is being self employed. What I mm. have in what I have have been enjoying and what I have learned. Or one of the things, one of the many things I've learned so far already is that Mm -hmm. regardless of what type of organization you're in, regardless of what kind of business or company you work for, or you lead, when you are thinking about your team building activities, team building Mm -hmm. strategies, build in learning more about your actual team members, so not just doing something that kind of brings you together but an opportunity mm-hmm. to really know who that person is and what they do outside of how you engage with them on a day-to-day basis. Because I yeah. think it will answer the kind of question that you were asking in terms of what do my fellow school governors, governors. my school governor colleagues, what do they do? So mm-hmm. when you're having team away days find out what their other interests are, what their skill sets mm. are, or like, for example, the role that I have at Governors for Schools is part-time, but my colleagues will engage with me about what I did on the days that I wasn't in the office, because yeah, then that yeah. helps to kind of know what else that I do, what what kind of makes up Olivia and her mm. being, and the same I do with them. You know, it's in your mm. engagement about obviously you can have your boundaries at work and stuff and you don't need to oh, share absolutely. everything with everyone but you know if someone that you have a um a, a friendly connection with ask you what you know what you did on the weekend or what else do you do outside of here and stuff it's a part mm-hmm. of that togetherness and uh, and it actually will bring about more more belonging in that space mm. as well because you feel like people see you yeah. People see you and they hear you and they're it's interested like- by you and what value you could contribute because you don't know if by just, you know, talking about what it is that you do, whether you're talking in a non governance space about being a governor or you're talking mm-hmm. in a governance mm-hmm. space about everything else you do, you don't know where someone mm-hmm. may hear that and think, okay, like moving forward, you're then able to lead on something or be able to offer some advice or contribution that then just helps to elevate everything else and that's and that's what I think people need to do more talk more transparently Mm -hmm. be more in present in the dialogue with the people that you come into connection with because there's so much to learn from others so much otherwise you only really know one percent of a hundred people in the room yeah
1: and it it is it is important again going back to who we're all in this for which is the children yes um and preparing them for the world beyond the school gates yes and that world is made up of different careers different Mm -hmm. professions Mm -hmm. different people Mm
0: -hmm. and so
1: the more that they can hear those things and see yes. those things. Um, it
0: widens their possibilities.
1: Absolutely. I say Absolutely. that.
0: I say that because um, from the work I've done in the past in terms of confidence building for young people, um, in usually those in a full time education or under the age of 25, um, or raising aspirations, and young people are actually not either not accustomed to or not comfortable with talking about themselves. So when Mm. you are 16, 15, 16 years old, and you have to write your first personal statement to apply to a sixth form or apply to post-16 education or apply for an apprenticeship or apply for your first part-time job, they are Mm -hmm. stuck. They Mm -hmm. are stuck. they like, I don't know what to write. And before you know it, You've got hundreds of students from the same school setting, writing the same three words, like, I'm confident. Um, (laughs) I'm a team builder or a team player. You know, just like they've just pulled a word from a vocab list, from an adjective list. And it's just like, this is because they're not used to talking about themselves. But that Mm -hmm. could also be influence in terms of the space that they're in. Obviously, Mm -hmm. boundaries are important but recognising that we are human beings first. So just mm-hmm. get comfortable with talking about who you are, but talking adults need it, yeah. to do it first so that children yeah. know it's okay.
1: Because there are so many adults who are not comfortable talking about talking, themselves.
0: Talking about themselves. Be proud of what you do. Be proud of who mm. you are. And don't, don't make anything you do sound like it's an inferior thing compared to someone else. Mm. Because who are you comparing yourself to?
1: Who, absolutely you're the only absolutely. one who has
0: watched your journey had your path there are things that you've done experience there is value there and that's why when I'm then doing my diversity of age workshops and I'm talking about age I'm saying age is way more than a number way more than a number yeah. because there's life lived experience in that 18 year old there's lived experience in that 21 year old there's lived experience in that 23 year old 27 45 38 and so it's speaking to the experience of the person because you could mean mm. you could meet 20 20
1: year olds and they'll all be different absolutely absolutely i was um doing so because i do executive coaching and i, I was coaching somebody who is literally working for um, a multi-billion dollar organization it's a it's a um, international organization Mm -hmm. and you know just saying to them I could get you into a school as a governor tomorrow yeah (laughs) their their job is employee engagement Ooh. And I know, right? <laughs> I was thinking, do you know how many organize, uh, how many schools and trusts are crying out for somebody with HR? Imagine that was, employing that is that is their job, employee engagement.
0: And you know, and you know what kind of um, thing that comes to mind? What came to mind immediately when you said that employee engagement, staff well-being? Because yes. we need to look after our teachers.
1: We need one to. Of the, one of the main responsibilities that this individual have is sense of belonging.
0: Oh my gosh! Didn't I just say belonging and belonging uh, to come that's together? What, exactly. To come on now. That's
1: what, that's what made me think about it. And um, but um, until I mean, I I connected with them because I I was invited to to, to speak um as as a as a speaker keynote at one of their events, mm-hmm. and I always mention. Um, becoming a governor Mm in no matter what the topic Mm -hmm. um, no matter what the organization Mm -hmm. I will always talk about giving back and Mm -hmm. giving back as as a volunteer as as a governor Mm -hmm. and so that resonated with this individual but the entrepreneurship thing resonated more Mm -hmm. and so they came to me on that and so I'm delivering my coaching based on the entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. but I'm still talking about governorship and mm-hmm. I'm saying, to, I'm saying to them, if you became a governor, what you would learn strategically yep. about how to manage your business will be, you know, that you can't is so pay true.
0: You so true. There's so much you to can't gain. Can't pay for it. I honestly There's so much to gain. I honestly think one of the key things that um, kind of set me on this path that I'm on now was being a governor. Like it's yes. so, it, I would say being a governor, especially because I became, I first entered the education governance space at the age of 23. I am now 29, Mm -hmm. which kind of scares me because I still remember being that 23-year-old and attending my first meeting, not just to attend and learn and observe, no to chair. chair. (laughs) So so, (laughs) like, I remember being that 23-year-old now being 29 and hearing about others who are in their early 20s. I get excited every time Mm. I see someone. Who has become a governor at that age because I think, wow, the education space, current and future generations could have you for at least 20 years because if mm. you think people are becoming governors at in their 40s or late 30s or in their 50s or their 60s, imagine you become a governor in your 20s and you love it and you find value in it so much and you're able mm-hmm. to give and keep giving as you move forward and everything else you learn outside of being a governor feeds you to be even more of service yeah. to others, then you're in that space for 20, 30, 40 years. You know how many lives yeah. you can change? You, will you know impact. How much, exactly you know how much difference you can make? Honestly, if people cannot hear it in my voice, if you are not <laughs> a governor, please become one for your sake. Yeah. And all, and it will have a ripple effect on everyone Spectrum. else yeah. around you. Because yeah. I read I read a um a Facebook comment this week um, of a woman who said that she uh she says she's not a governor, but her daughter's one and it sounds so interesting. The dialogue is being opened up even in mm. families, you know, yes. where families are able to have that conversation and talk. Teachers, I feel like, have an opportunity to be heard more because Mm -hmm. when teachers become governors in spaces that are not the schools that they're um, an employee of, then they Mm -hmm. get to open their own landscape and then they get to have an impact in a different way. I tell you, there's nothing like giving back. Nothing like like feeding Honestly, I could talk about being a governor all day, (laughs) every day for the rest of my life. And that's why I love the role I'm in, because it gives me a legitimate reason, reason. To, just about, to just talk about education and governance. Honestly, it probably sounds like, hold on, is this girl, is this is this woman for real? Is she really this passionate about? I am. Yeah. I really am. <laughs> I have been like this for over five years. Like I say over five years, because when I first started, I had no idea where I would end up, where I would be, what I would learn. But, you know, when I really reflect and more and more as I move forward, I'm intentional about reflecting. And when I think Mm -hmm. of the things I've been able to do or be involved Mm -hmm. in or just knowing that as a private tutor, when I'm in that 90 minute session talking about maths, I only have that one student with me and if that gives me so much, just being able to help that one child, being a governor helps me to support hundreds, thousands. Mm -hmm. Um, It's more indirect because I don't have, I don't always have direct engagement with the student, but I know a question I ask around that table or a comment I make or praising the senior leadership team for something that they've accomplished or that they've worked hard to achieve or you know just being able to give something that then contributes to the whole it's yeah. like okay this is my purpose or this feeds into my purpose and i get to govern differently to the way the other 10 or 12 people around the table govern but the vision is shared to make mm-hmm. the lives mm-hmm. of children better to improve Mm -hmm. educational outcomes, to Mm -hmm. make sure that the citizens of our societies that we live in and the people that continue to move through our communities that do better and they can move further, faster with our support. They are not left on their own. They are safe, they are looked after, they are elevated, they are uplifted. Honestly, just be a (laughs) governor, please. (laughs) Honestly, honestly, please, this is my outcry. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay, so, so, what is your takeaway, Olivia?
0: Just become a governor, please. But <laughs> <Like>, honestly, <laughs> um, but my takeaway is to really um, pace myself through new chapters. Um, continue to stay open to learning from others, um, and really recognizing. Um, the value of what I do today. Because Mm -hmm. if I value what I do today, if I feel like what I'm doing today is a seed planted, I'm very much someone who believes in planting seeds, um, then it means that I'm constantly evaluating myself and ensuring that I'm staying topped up, Mm -hmm. but also feeding forward. Because I know some years back, we as a pair as a duo we actually stopped using the word feedback
1: Feedback, um
0: we use the word feed forward and how I take that term is um you know you're often asked that question when you whether it's an icebreaker or something about if you could tell your 16 year old self you could tell your 25 year old self if you could tell your younger self something what would Mm -hmm. it be I always have the same response I don't think of what i would tell my younger self because that's kind of creating an impossible situation of yeah, me going happen. back exactly yeah. so instead i will find someone younger than me to feed into, into so then yeah. so then they are my 16 18 25 yeah. year old self and so then all i hope is that anyone younger than me moves further Faster along their journey, so that by the time they are my age, they are yeah. further along than where I was when they reach my age. If that makes sense. So Absolutely. I am now a twenty-nine-year-old trying to find a twenty-three-year-old because I know what decision I made at twenty-three and where mm-hmm. it took me. So I'm thinking, mm-hmm. okay, let me not just find someone at twenty-three. Let me find someone who's sixteen because then mm-hmm. it's then allowing me to move forward myself, but elevating Mm -hmm. others along with me. So my takeaway is to continue to plant seeds, continue to keep my glass topped up, recognizing what, what boundaries I need to set and uphold, but not stopping the dialogue, continuing the dialogue. I will keep talking about the things that I do that, contribute to who I am because Mm -hmm. who I am is someone who is purposeful, who is people-centered, who is driven for positive change, positive impact. And so I'm just finding different ways of doing that. I'm finding different ways of showing up how I wish to show up based on who I am. So continue to do the work on myself and hoping that others do their own self-evaluation and say, you know what? There's more work to do. And I know exactly how I can contribute to a different space or a wider space or the space I'm already in.
1: Wow. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know how to top that. I can't top that. I don't even know how to say. Um, other than my takeaway is mm-hmm. to continue to pull up. Yes. To continue to pull up as I rise up. Mm-hmm. In this space, in terms of my knowledge, my experience, just continue to to pull up. I met today um, for the first time an an ECT, um, mm-hmm. an early careers teacher, mm-hmm. um, young um, because they're getting married, and and I was helping them to to, to plan their wedding. But um, she's just started in a, a, as a year one teacher in a primary school, mm-hmm. and only because she's getting married and that is stressful enough mm-hmm. the, the only reason why I didn't say to her is you need to become a governor <laughs> <laughs> is because she's already stressed she's enough. got a lot going on already yeah, she's, got <laughs> a lot, she's got a lot going on but I it's almost one of the first things that comes out of my mouth when I mm-hmm. meet anybody new of any um background of any profession whatever are you a governor because mm-hmm. I know that no matter how many we have in the space, we there's always, always more. room for more. Oh, always room yes. For more. yes. 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 Yeah. That's it. Yes. So, so that's my takeaway.
0: Oh, that felt deep, man. That felt deep. I, f- I feel like I need to breathe after <laughs> <laughs> this episode. I need to just woosah. <sighs> <laughs>
1: Thanks for listening to today's episode. Please rate, review and subscribe via your preferred streaming platform. The Governor's Podcast is a brand of the legal entity, Education Governance Solutions Limited and a free training resource for anyone. So if you know someone who is interested in becoming a governor or a trustee, please share this podcast with them. And if you'd like to get in touch with us directly with questions or comments, then drop us an email at thegovernorspodcast at gmail.com.
0: You can also follow us on social media platforms at thegovernorspodcast. Let's connect.